This is the Grind It Podcast. We know just like grinding a handrail or across the coping can be challenging at times, so can life be. We share God's Word and personal stories to encourage you to keep grinding and to not give up. It's time to grind. So here's the old school skateboarder himself, Randall Tucker. Welcome to the Grinded Podcast. As you can see today, I'm in a makeshift studio. I'm actually in the process of moving to Dawsonville, Georgia. And uh, uh, I'm back in Tennessee right now. I'm working with my church tomorrow. Still working my my route with my little Debbie job for the next couple of weeks. So I'm kind of going back and forth between Maryville and Dawsonville, Georgia. Uh, so thank you for your patience with you know with what I got going on here and. and as you can hear, there's a, a loud motorcycle going down the road. It probably picked up on the microphone as well. But just bear with me, and thank you for being patient with me. And uh, we'll get through this together. Uh, but today I want to finish up Romans chapter 1. Uh, Paul has put a lot of emphasis on Jesus, rightly so, in Romans chapter 1, in this opening letter to the church at Rome and he's mentioned the gospel the death burial and resurrection several times and how he is not ashamed of the gospel or Jesus and he, he wants an opportunity to share the gospel and produce fruit with those in Rome as well and he talks about how uh, the the fame of or, or the faith of the church in Rome has spread all throughout the known area at that time. And the gospel is the context of what we're going to be discussing today in Romans chapter at the end of Romans chapter 1. But keep in mind as we get into the rest of the chapter, Paul says, "People know the truth about God, but they make a choice to suppress it because of wickedness, because of sin." And so with that in mind, I want to pick up in verses 24 through 27 when Paul says, So God abandoned them to do whatever shameful things their hearts desired. As a result, they did vile and degrading things with each other's bodies. They traded the truth about God for a lie. So they worshipped and served the things God created instead of the Creator Himself who is worthy of eternal praise. Amen. That is why God abandoned them to their shameful desires. Even the women turned against their natural way to have sex and instead indulged in sex with each other. And the men, instead of having normal sexual relations with a woman, burned with lust for each other. Men did shameful things with other men. And as a result of this sin, they suffered within themselves the penalty they deserved. So in these verses... Or in the verses prior to these verses, Paul went all the way back to the beginning, to creation. And he said, people have seen the earth and the sky. In other words, they have seen God's creation. And they have seen God's attributes because God has created the earth and the sky and everything in them. And he, Paul makes it clear, we do not have an excuse to not believe in God. There is no excuse. But what we do as people is we suppress the truth. We suppress it. We squash it. Why? Because of our own wickedness. Because of sin. 
we make the choice to not believe in God because we want to sin. That's just the bottom line. We want to live the way we want to live. We want to choose to do the things that we want to do. We, we choose sin over God. And the problem with this is it doesn't make God happy. And God was hurt. And we see this all throughout the Old Testament when God tries over and over again to warn the people, especially his chosen people, Israel. And he tries to help them despite their sinful ways. Good example, Genesis chapter 6, verses 5 through 8 says, The Lord observed the extent of the human wickedness on the earth. This is after he created man. And he told Adam and Eve to be fruitful and multiply, right? And they did this. They had children. Their children had children. They have grandchildren and so on and so forth. And the human race starts to expand on the face of the earth. And it says, The Lord observed the extent of human wickedness on the earth. And he saw that everything they thought or imagined was consistently and totally evil. So the Lord was sorry he had ever made them and put them on the earth. It broke his heart. Verse 7, And the Lord said, I will wipe this human race I have created from the face of the earth. Yes, I will destroy everything, all the people, the large animals, the small animals, the scurry along the ground, and even the birds of the sky. I am sorry I ever made them, but Noah found favor with the Lord. And y'all know what Noah did. He built the ark, and his family got on the ark, and some animals, and God saved Noah and his family, and everybody else was wiped off the face of the earth. In Genesis 18, it says, God was getting ready to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah because of their sin, which was homosexuality. Because the men tried to have sex with the angels that had visited Lot and his family. And Lot even offered his virgin daughters to these men to satisfy their sexual desires. But they said no, they wanted <clears throat> to have sex with these angels. And so Abraham, he intercedes on behalf of the righteous that are living in Sodom and Gomorrah. And he asked God if he would not destroy the city, if he would spare the city, if he could just find 50 righteous people in Sodom and Gomorrah. And God says, yes, I will spare the city, uh, Abraham, if you can find 50 righteous people. And this goes on. It, no, uh, Abraham goes, uh, if I can find 40, if I can find 30, if I could find 20 and it goes all the way down to just 10 and abraham says if i could just find 10 righteous people god would you spare sodom and gomorrah and god says if you can find 10 i will spare sodom and gomorrah but he could not find 10 righteous people and god destroys sodom and gomorrah joshua takes over leading the Hebrew people after Moses died, and he led them to the promised land. But after Joshua died, in Judges chapter 2, it all goes downhill from there. In Judges chapter 2, verses 10 through 17, it says this, After that generation died, the generation that Joshua led into the promised land, after that generation died, another generation grew up who did not acknowledge the Lord or remember the mighty things he had done for Israel. The Israelites did evil in the Lord's sight and served the images of Baal. They turned to false gods. And they abandoned 
the Lord, the God of their ancestors who had brought them out of Egypt. They went after God's little g, worshiping the God's little g of the people around them. And they angered the Lord and they abandoned the Lord to serve Baal and the image of Ashtoreth. This made the Lord burn with anger against Israel. So he handed them over to the raiders who stole their possessions. He turned them over to their enemies all around and they were no longer able to resist them. Every time Israel went out to battle, the Lord fought against them, causing them to be defeated, just as he had warned. And the people were in great distress. And then the Lord raised up judges to rescue the Israelites from their attackers. Yet Israel did not listen to the judges, but prostituted themselves by worshiping other gods. Little g. How quickly, how quickly, the author says, they turned away from the path of their ancestors who had walked in obedience to the Lord's commands. God has blessed Israel. He has brought them from Egypt where they were slaves, and he has given them their own land, the promised land. He has blessed them mightily. He fought wars for them. He delivered them to a land that flows with milk and honey, just blessings beyond blessings. He has taken care of his people. But those people, including Joshua, they eventually died, and their kids did not experience any of these things that their parents had experienced. And they didn't turn to the Lord. They turned away from the Lord. They turned away from God, and they did their own thing. They turned to these false gods of their enemies, of the Egyptians, these false gods that don't even exist. They're turning to these these false gods instead of turning to the one true God who has brought them all of these great blessings and into a land that is flowing with milk and honey. They didn't listen to God. And, and, and over and over again, he would send, God would send prophets to warn the Israelites, the Jews, the Hebrew people to repent of their sin and turn back to him. But they, would, they, just, they chose not to listen. They chose to do their own thing and eventually, God says, I've had enough. You're not going to listen. You're not going to repent. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to allow your enemies to come in and wipe you off the face of the earth. And that's exactly what happens. The Babylonians come in, Nebuchadnezzar and his army. He destroys Jerusalem. He wipes Jerusalem off the face of the map. He burns and destroys the temple. There's nothing left of it. And who was left alive was sent into Babylon and they had to live in captivity for 70 years while their land that flows with milk and honey, that was blessed by God mightily, it sat desolate and empty for 70 years. And so what Paul is telling us here in Romans chapter 1 is that God is patient with us. He's very patient with us. And he gives us chance after chance after chance. Just like he has done since the very beginning, way back in Genesis. He's full of grace. He's full of mercy. He is long-suffering. And we know the truth. We know that God exists. We know that Jesus died on a cross for our sins and was placed in a tomb for three days. And, and on that third day, he came out alive. We know that. And we have no excuses not to believe in God. But... Unfortunately, what happens is we continue to suppress the truth and reject God. 
And if we continue to go in that pattern, if we continue to suppress the truth and choose not to believe in God, then there's going to be consequences to pay. And let's make something clear here. God, the, the consequences are go, is, will be eternally separated from God. God does not send anybody to hell. Hell was created for the devil and his angels. But then in Revelation, he talks about how those whose names are not found written in the book of life will be sent to hell. But here's the thing, and be clear, 100% clear here. God does not send one person to hell. Not one person. We choose hell. We choose to go to hell and be eternally separated from the God who loves us, who is long-suffering, who is patient with us. We choose hell over God because we suppress the truth and we don't want to hear that God exists. Because if we hear and believe that God exists, that means we're going to be held accountable for our actions. And we're going to be held accountable for the consequences of our actions. And so therefore, it's easier for us to say God does not exist. And it's easier for us to go out and live the way we want to live and do the things that we want to do and not have to pay the price for our actions. But just because you don't believe in God does not believe that he does not mean that he does not exist because he exists 100% whether you believe that or not. And one day you will face him and you will bow your knee before him and you will confess Jesus as Lord, but it's going to be too late. And you will be told to leave the presence of God for eternity, never to have a second chance to get it right. Don't understand why people choose that path, but they do it every day. And that's what I, I said in my notes. For the life of me, I do not understand why people choose to live a life of sin and reject God's love, but they do it all the time. It's bombarding us in the news, all over social media, the wickedness of people and how they choose evil, and they just blatantly just rub it in our faces. With no shame whatsoever. And all I can say is, if that's you, you're going to regret that decision someday. I want to read those verses from Paul again that I read just a few minutes ago. When he says, So God abandoned them to do whatever shameful things their hearts desired. As a result, they did vile and degrading things with each other's bodies. They traded the truth about God for a lie, so they worshipped and served the things God created instead of the Creator Himself, who is worthy of eternal praise. Amen. That is why God abandoned them to their shameful desires. Even the women turned against the natural way to have sex instead of indulging in sex with each other. Uh, and men, instead of having normal sexual relations with women, they burned with lust for each other. And men did shameful things with other men. And as a result of this sin, they suffered within themselves the penalty they deserved. And so Paul tells us exactly what happens when God abandons people. And if you didn't know any better, the verses that I just read, it sounds like Paul is, is, is on Twitter and he's He's typing a tweet and he's going, about to hit sin and he's going to send it out to the whole world. And he just described the United States. And a question I have to ask is, has God abandoned the United States? I'm not going to discuss that on this podcast, but I'll let you uh, have that discussion within yourself and with, with your friends. 
But it sure seems like God has abandoned us because of exactly what Paul just described. What happens when, when God turns people over to a reprobate mind and he just lets them go and lets them do what they want to do. And that, that's exactly what the United States is looking like right now. Verses 28 through 32, Paul says, Since they, since they thought it was foolish to acknowledge God, he abandoned them to their foolish thinking and let them do things that should never be done. Their lives became full of every kind of wickedness, sin, greed, hate, envy, murder, quarreling, deception, malicious behavior, and gossip. They are backstabbers, haters of God, insolent, which means rude, proud, and boastful. They invent new ways of sinning, and they disobey their parents. They refuse to understand, break their promises. They're heartless and have no mercy. They know God's justice requires that those who do these things deserve to die, yet they do them anyway. They don't care. Worse yet, Paul says, they encourage others to do them too. Man, I, I tell you, it just sounds like Paul is describing the United States today. This is amazing to me because we see all of that that he just talked about in the scriptures. We see all of that in our society today. And Paul wrote this 2,000 years ago. And nothing has changed. Paul says they know God's justice requires that those who do these things deserve to die, yet they'll do them anyway. And worse yet, they encourage others to do them too. We see this all the time today. People are still shoving their sin down our throats. And they're, 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 they're getting backing from our very own government. And they're parading it all over the place and getting our children involved. It just today, I, I, you know, you see the the drag queen thing going on in front of our kids, and, and they're they're exposing their junk in front of our children. It's it's absolutely sickening. And and, and this pride thing is going on in our society right now. And uh, everywhere you look, there, there's the pride flag, and it's Pride Month. And I, I passed by school today on the way from. Uh, Georgia to Tennessee, right here in the south of the Bible Belt of this nation, and and it, on the school sign, you know that, that changes. It, it says it was talking about pride, and and every child deserves this, and just all kinds of of, of crazy, crazy stuff. It's it's just sad the way that our children are being indoctrinated with sinful, wicked ways that will absolutely and are destroying the foundations of our nations. We've seen it with Israel in the Old Testament. We've seen it with, uh, with Rome and the collapse of Rome from the inside out. And we're seeing it going on today in these United States of America. We are rottening from the inside out. And it's because of sin. And sin causing so much wickedness. And we suppress the truth. And we believe a lie. And that's what Paul is saying right here in Romans chapter 1. And all I can say is you better read your history. And take a look at what happened in the past. Because the past is repeating itself. We see it happening today. 
And this country, the United States, was founded on God and His standards. And if we continue down this sinful path and we continue to reject God, if He hasn't abandoned us yet, you better get ready because He's about to, because He has got to be sick and fed up with the way this country is going and the direction it's going. And church, you better get off your butts and start doing something about it. Get on your knees and start praying to God that He will intercede for this country because we are on a downhill slope and we are sliding fast. Too fast. And we, we've got to intercede, especially for our children. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the, the Grinded Podcast today. We're going to pick up in the next podcast with Romans chapter 2. And here's the thing about Romans chapter 2, just to give you a little tease. A lot of people take Romans chapter 1 and, and just beat uh, the gay and lesbian, lesbian community, the LGTBQ, or however you say those letters. People take Romans chapter 1 and just beat these people uh, black and blue with the Bible. But what happens is those people who are using Romans chapter 1 to beat these people up with, they've never read Romans chapter 2. And in Romans chapter 2, Paul comes out swinging, punching the Christians. So before you take Romans chapter 1 and beat somebody over the head with it, you better read Romans chapter 2 first because you might take a, a closer look at yourself if you do. God bless you. Thank you for listening today. Share the Grinded Podcast with a friend or a family member or a co-worker. Because when you share the Grinded Podcast, you're sharing Jesus. And thank you for doing so. God bless you. Keep grinding. Thanks for listening to the Grinded Podcast. If we could pray for you or encourage you in any way, please email us at thegrindedpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can text us at 865-418-2824. If you're watching on YouTube, please click like and subscribe, and you'll be notified about new episodes. If you're listening on an app, leave us a five-star review, but most importantly, share the Grinded Podcast with a friend. God bless you, and remember, keep grinding.